Uh. Oh, the, uh, the music fade out already? Yeah. Oh, we oh we should probably start saying something about this movie. Uh. How are um, y'all doing tonight? <laughs> What's the deal with hot eggs? It's not even a southern movie. It it really I would say it's pro southern, but it's not really a southern movie. Like it's in Montana. Montana's borders Canada. <laughs> that's that's true. I guess that's super true. It's not really southern at all. It's if anything it's a, a northern western. movie. It's a western. western. Yeah. We'll call it that. <laughs> this is a spaghetti western. That's about to see. this is this is the first <laughs> spaghetti western decom. <laughs> The uh the the flying spaghetti monster. High school musical is also a western. Because <laughs> it's in Arizona, I think. So any any decom that takes place in the West is immediately a western. Yeah. Yeah. So any movie taking place in California is also a western. Well, no, because that California is not part of the West. I wouldn't say. Unless I would agree it's like with Northern that. California. I I agree. I've never been to Northern NorCal. I've been to NorCal a few times. That's what they call it, right? It's, Nor- NorCal. Um, it's just Oregon. It's the same place. <laughs> Oregon. It's just it's just Oregon, but a lot more expensive to live at. Yeah, it's Southern Oregon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Sothorg. Sothorg. NorCal and Sothorg. That sounds like a. That sounds like a. Uh, it sounds like what a a, a charity organization calls themselves. <laughs> Sothorg. It's so-thorg. like a really long name, so they, they they shorten it to Sothorg. They cure like lymphoma for cats. <laughs> hey guys, uh, today we're gonna be raising money for Sothorg. I really believe in their in their um, mission <laughs> business. Yeah, their mission. Thank you. Their mission to cure all cats of lymphoma. I love their vision and mission. <laughs> I love that they can see the future. It's really <laughs> awesome that they've they're able to tell us who's going to win in 2020. The future they see has no cats with lymphoma. They see a, they see a lot of horses. They've got a sort of horse sense. They've got a horse sense about them. <laughs> we're what we were talking about horse sense, folks. Yeah. Yeah. The yep, movie. yep. 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 Not the, the movie, concept. Yeah. Which, does horse sense mean something? So, canonically in the film, no, I don't think so. No, I mean, like, is it like a saying? I mean, yeah, you got you got your, your spidey sense, you got the sixth sense, and you got the horse sense. Those are your your eight, uh, the extended, the sense extended universe. <laughs> but no, okay, but seriously, though, this the title of the movie doesn't make any sense. Unless there's a real thing called a horse sense, or like <laughs> maybe doesn't say is any, it common make sense? any horse sense. It doesn't make any horse. Oh sense. shoot! Common sense is the ninth. I always forget common sense. Because is it like is it like a lack of common sense? Like that boy has horse sense. Okay, I'm I'm looking it up now. Uh, horse sense is common sense. It's an informal version. Okay, because that makes sense for the you yeah know, the, the plot of the film. The plot of the film that is about apparently having common sense. You want me to read the synopsis? Yeah. Horse Sense. Shoot. 1999. Drama slash family. An hour and 32 minutes. (laughs) I'm going to emphasize the runtimes from here on out. 
Yeah, that's a good good point. Heartwarming drama about two cousins who have personal differences but pull together to save the family home. When a spoilt youngster is sent to stay at his cousin's Montana ranch, the two boys initially fight but unite when they learn the ranch is in danger of being lost. So the only thing I have about this is that it sort of leads you to believe that the one who has to go stay at his cousin's Montana ranch is younger. Because it calls him the youngster. Exactly, it calls him the youngster. But it's very important to know that the that this kid is, what was it? Like, I don't He's know, 20. like twenty? Yeah, twenty. He's twenty years old. His, his name's Michael. He's a twenty-year-old, yeah. and he goes to his cousin Tommy's ranch. Who's Tommy's like, probably the the general age of decom characters, uh, like thirteen, fourteen, maybe less, probably less. Yeah. He's he's a little boy. He's like twelve, I think. Right, right. And so, um, <laughs> it sort of it sort of led me to believe that it was going to be like this kid, this like you know guy who's who's sort of in his twenties, teaching his younger cousin how to how to really like man a ranch. But it's the exact opposite. It's this twelve-year-old boy teaching a twenty-year-old. Well, I guess tricking, mostly tricking a 20-year-old into, like, shoveling an entire mountain of, of poop by hand and then going, oh, you, seems like you didn't use a tractor. Don't they do hmm. that three times where he tells him yep. to do something and he's like, well, why didn't you just do it the easy way? <laughs> yeah, like he tells him to do something the hard way and then he's like, well, <laughs> it's your fault you didn't do it the easy way. Which is all to get back at him. For not mm-hmm. bringing him to Disneyland, mm-hmm. which is the so, inciting incident of this film, yeah, is a lack of a trip to Disneyland. <laughs> so, so the whole moral of the story is bring your bring your city slicker cousin, or go with your oh, bring your <laughs> bring your Montana cousin to Disneyland, or else he's gonna get back at you when you go back to his ranch. Disneyland is a place that every honky tonk tween wants to be. And if you deprive them of that, they will ruin your life. They will. They will. They are. Their sort of default state is at Disneyland. So if they'll ruin your relationship for every hour, they're not at Disneyland. It's an hour that they plan your demise. Yeah. It's an hour they sit at home with a T-bone shaped remote. Did you notice? (laughs) So they have like this rich people home theater where they have this just awful giant remote where every button is the exact same size. And it's just like... it looks like a dog bone. It's huge. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to d- distinguish the buttons. They're all the same button. Yeah, they're, they'll just kind of light up. And <laughs> and the best part is is they is that the, the Michael's Michael's I guess girlfriend's dad is in the movie industry. Yeah, he's a movie executive. Because he gets quote every movie you could think of, which does include Brink, which they show a solid couple minutes of. Oh my God! They just play Brink in the movie. It's amazing. <laughs> it's the best part of the movie. <laughs> it's the best part of the movie, and it's funny because they chose they chose like the part of Brink where there it's just like a montage of them skating in a contest. Yeah. So it's the coolest part of Brink. It's the most exciting part of Brink. Can you imagine if they chose the part where like? Brink was getting yelled at by the bully character, the egg-faced bully character. When he's ha- when he's having a, a heart-to-heart with his father. <laughs> Dude, that would be the best. They're like, this is the best part of Brink. What can we say? This is the absolute <laughs> best part of Brink. 
just turn on the TV and an egg-faced boy gets a face full of chocolate milkshake. You just see a kid eating worms in the background. <laughs> Whoa, what if they had uncut, like they, they had cut scenes from Brink playing? And he's like, oh my God. We, got, we got the director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of... What? They're playing like part of, of the color of friendship or something. Like <laughs> oh. we get the movies before they come out. Oh, a future movie. That's how they tease all future. It's it's like Pixar. They they put a sort of tease of of the next movie <laughs> in the current movie. Oh man. That would be so good. You just see like the heart of Moana sitting on the desk and it's like that's not going to happen for a while. Like when when are they going to pay off this thing? So so this movie was very boring. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> Yeah, they did a lot of really bad lighting, uh, which is something that's relatively easy to mess up when you're, you know, making your first ever film. But this is Disney, and they've, you know, got however many <laughs> films under their belt at this point. Yeah. And, and like, there's this, there's this one scene where they're, like, sitting and looking at the sunset, and it's supposed to be, like, a silhouetted thing, but they look genuinely green screened. Yeah, that was probably the most egregious thing. There's also awful yeah. audio mixing where the music overtakes the like <laughs> oh. dialogue being spoken in the movie. The music. Oh my god, the music. It's it sounds like Oh, I I I forgot. I wrote exactly something that it exactly what it sounds like and I don't remember. You kept saying it sounded like Toy Story. It did. It sounded like it sounded like a bunch of different versions of You've Got a Friend in Me. But like only the the piano of it. Yeah, it's like that Western saloon slow piano. <laughs> exactly, and you know this is happening while uh, while Michael's try like climbing through a kitty play place, <laughs> and you, you hear this like, and it's just like, and it's just like, why why would you choose this music? And it's very loud. It is. It's it's so poorly mixed. There are just straight up scenes where you can't hear the characters talking cuz the music is too loud. It feels like it feels very like they 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 cut the movie together and then some Disney exec was like, "Hey, we got to uh, uh we got to like put music hey, to it." Hey, we lost the rights to that music we were using. <laughs> yes, they just We have one week to finish this. So they just replaced it and then they immediately exported it and then yeah. It didn't check the volume because it's genuinely impossible to hear some of the characters. So, what did you think of the themes of this movie, Evan? Um, you mean like the like the, the sort of bullying undertones? Uh, uh I didn't get that one. Stuff like that. I mean, I mean the morals, sort of what what it's trying to communicate to us about simple country folk, and. Horse racing is bad. <laughs> yeah, it's which is just the most ham-fisted part of that whole thing. Exactly, it's just There's like, like two lines about it. Right, because because at the beginning of the film, um, Michael goes to a horse race and he bets and wins on a horse, and then he goes to the the farm and the people at the farm find out. I guess that he no, horse- he tells his he tells his uh, <laughs> right. cousin. Because he was supposed to take him to Disneyland, but instead he was betting on ponies. Yeah. He tells yeah. him, he says, you were betting on abused animals? <laughs> and then this doesn't come up till the end of the movie. Like yeah. The very end, basically. It's 
it's not mentioned until later when they're sitting out in a field uh, and looking at like a huge, lo- like a, just a load of horses, like no. wild horses. No, 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 and then, no, no. And then you're forgetting. Like, you're forgetting what happens. What happens? He goes back to the horse race track. A no, changed yeah, that, man. Right, right. But but there was, there's a, there's a part where he's talking with. Do they uh, mention Tommy. it while they're walk- yeah. while they're looking at the horses? Yeah. They're, they're, oh, that's right. They're like, and he's and this he's just is like horses in their natural habitat. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I guess it really is bad for them to be racing. Yeah. And it's just like he's watching horses run in yeah. a different location. And he's like, yeah. Wow, they do look happy. <laughs> and so now, and so now, yeah, he goes back to at the end of the movie. He goes back to the the horse race. A you know now changed man. And he and looks at it and he like almost cries basically yeah, it's like there's a bunch of this movie is filled to the brim with close-ups on michael's face and horses faces oh and, remember that part where they just kept zooming in on their faces <laughs> yes yeah he's talking to the bank and it just kept zooming in it was on just the non-stop faces. zooms until the whole like, screen yeah it was just like it, it started out as like a regular two shot and then it, and then like an over the shoulder and then all of a sudden the over the shoulder starts zooming in really slowly over the course of like the next 12 to 15 cuts and yeah. it keeps going it keeps going it becomes horse sense w <laughs> the, 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 god there, can you imagine if, if there was a channel on twitch that was called horse sense and they pretended not to know it was the, the actors from horse the movie sense. It was, yeah, it was like, the, it's like the Etsy. Uh, it's like the oh, Etsy. Yeah, like the Halloween Town Etsy. Yeah, Halloween Town Etsy, but it's for Twitch channel for Horse Sense. And it's just a guy playing, like, farming simulator. like Barbie horse racing. Yeah, exactly. Like, horse-adjacent games and games just that you would play. Just actually betting on real horse races. <laughs> He's like, no, it's a game. It's like a really good-looking game. It's all fake money. Like Chad, that guy who played, who was playing an MMA game, but he yeah. was just holding a controller watching the fight. Yeah, yeah, that's how you get around the the, the pay the pay pay per view. Yeah, for, for MMA fights. Graphics fight. are so good. Wow, wow. Can you imagine if you did that for like anything else? Like, what else could you even do that with, right? Um, probably soccer. My baby simulator. <laughs> You just have a loop of you playing, and that's how you get around a baby monitor, paying for those expensive baby monitors. You just Twitch stream your baby to yourself publicly? Yeah, yeah, publicly. Well, nobody knows the baby's name. All babies kind of look the same, the so it's not really anything. just alternates between Baby Rage and Bible Thump and Resident Sleeper. <laughs> it's just those three emotes nonstop. People are saying, like, democracy. Democracy in the chat, like it's Twitch plays Pokemon. There's a there's a stream goal that wakes up the baby with an alarm. Oh, you can donate, like, 60 bucks that just, like... We have text-to-speech on. <laughs> no <laughs> word filters. You get in the stream and you just hear, Baby. Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> semicolon, 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 semicolon. Less than equals eight. Less than equals eight. Less than equals eight. And it's just a baby screaming. <laughs> and then the dad comes in and looks at the camera like, what's going on? Who's Thanks baby for the is sub. this? That's so much better. Hey, <laughs> Pussy Slayer 69 thanks so much for the sub. Um, 
<laughs> guys, in case you missed it, we've got a stream goal. I'm going to upgrade my PC so we can have a much higher quality stream. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, we're super close to the next emote slot. So just keep subscribing. <laughs> we'll get our oh, very hey, own baby just room. raided. <laughs> Thanks, Tim the Tapman, for the raid. <laughs> Thank you, TSM Shroud, for raiding my baby. <laughs> Guys, if we get to 300 subs, I'm going to open up a second channel for my uh, oldest for daughter's my room. Baby. For my next baby. <laughs> Guys, remember, we're going to be doing a reborn baby giveaway at oh. 450 subs. Oh. <laughs> uh. The Jesus baby's wearing Christ. like a sponsored onesie. Oh my god! There's a Red Bull cooler yeah, next Red to Bull. it filled with formula bottles. <laughs> Red Bull formula, dude. I, imagine if imagine if Red Bull changed their whole sort of campaign. New monster rehab formula for babies. Are you a baby? Where where? <laughs> Not anymore. We created a formula that immediately turns you into a full-grown adult with all the responsibilities. <laughs> wah, wah, no more, baby. Ruin the stream. I didn't get an education. God. God. <clears throat> it's, like those, it's like those YouTube streams that are, like, unmanned and are just, like, watching somebody's subscriber counts. And all of the screen is like, whoa, thanks guys for the follows. So, so I, while you were talking, I sort of stopped listening and I started reading the Wikipedia article for Horse Sense. Okay, right. The two main characters of this movie are real life brothers. No way, this is based off a true story? No. They just oh. got actors who are brothers. Oh, who are actually, they did not look like brothers? No, they didn't. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. That explains why the Michael was so bad at acting. Not only that, their third brother is, get this. No. The gay airport cowboy. No way! No way! The one that looked at Michael with, with some very... Looked looked him up and why don't down. We start, why don't we start from the beginning of that scene? Yeah, Just paint yeah, a perfect yeah, picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so... So at this point in the movie, um, Tommy has visited Michael and not been able to go to Disneyland. And so Tommy goes back to So uh, Calabar Montana. sends Tommy to Montana. <laughs> have to have to specify that the dad is Calabar. Maybe canonically, but definitely the actor. The dad is Yeah, Calabar. well no, Cal Calabar's dead. Remember. <laughs> well, we don't know that. They can no, bring he's him dead. back. He, they killed him. But he's magical. He can, we can bring him bring him back. No, he's dead they, though. They brought back they brought back like Michael Jackson Shh. in 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 projections. They can do that with Calabar. Halloween Town 2, Michael Jackson's Revenge. <laughs> or Sense 2. My my projected dad. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, keep going. Um and so essentially what happens, right, is um 
is is that Michael's very sorry and he's like I'll bring Tommy back out and and I'll let him you know do whatever we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll make it up to him I'll use a trust fund and his dad's like no you can't use the trust fund you can't use the trust fund you gotta be a cowboy you gotta be a cowboy you're going to Montana and so it sort of immediately cuts to a plane landing uh, a very small plane landing for some reason, even though this is pre 9-11. I guess that <laughs> kind of makes they sense. They didn't get rid of small planes after 9-11. No, but they got rid of coming off on the runway and getting in, in, no, in no, full you, black I, At smaller gear. airports, that still happens. Yeah, yeah. I work near an airport. Do you really? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know there was such things as small airports. I didn't know there was such things as small airports. I only go to the big ones and fly That's very okay. large airplanes. Evan, Evan, I know you're saying that in a posh voice, but it's literally like you're saying, mm, I didn't know they made small buses for individuals. <laughs> I only ride the bus. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> the big ones that go to school. Greyhound. Oh, what is this? A far-ar-ar? Is that a type of small bus? <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. I only ride public transportation. I'm very I only rich, ride the big, know. biggest vehicles. Trains. <laughs> They're the longest and hold the least by capita. I really like the, the character we've invented of rich guy who doesn't know about private transportation no. <laughs> he thinks public transportation is the way to go and and, and who, who penny pinches so much that he's that's why he's rich that's why he's rich because he always takes the train oh living in your own house i've never heard of it i still live with my parents what are you an uber driver <laughs> i have a million dollars did you know that <laughs> he, just, he doesn't own anything he just has money I've got dirt. That's what I to eat. Explain. We're trying to explain a scene. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you're right. Okay, no, okay, I, okay. it's my fault. I'm the one doing this. <laughs> okay, okay. So, plane is landing, small plane, um, mm -hmm. and uh, and it lands, and the doors open, and we see Michael, who's seen before to be the type of guy to wear a uh, a a uh, sweater tied around his neck, like a blue sweater tied around exactly. his neck. Exactly. This of thing. man. Has only worn white pants throughout this whole movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Way too large white pants. Way too large light white pants. As like, was the style at the time. Well, even for the style, it looked like he was going to trip over the, the, the bottom of his pants. They were comedically large pants. They were very comedically large pants. Um, and the door opens, and we see this, 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 this uh, metro dude uh, in full black... Uh, <sighs> like leather jacket underneath he's got like one of those like cowboy button-ups that has like the white fringe sort of thing he's little tiny pants. matrix sunglasses yeah yeah gucci boots yeah 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 and then the, he's got these boots that are like also very cool very black and very awesome with the white trim <laughs> and, and he gets off the plane and he's walking and as he's walking this other cowboy with with a sleeveless vest a sleeveless denim vest and like pants and everything <laughs> pants and everything sleeveless denim pants sleeveless also known as jeans <laughs> sleeveless denim pants and he and he walks by who now we know is his is his real life brother and gives him the most like up and down checkout look as if he's like oh i'm 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 going to hit you later 
in the it's bad. a broke back mountain scene it's a broke back mountain scene for sure <laughs> and it's now now that this information has been bestowed upon us that that this that this gay cowboy is brothers with the person who he looked up and down what was that scene trying to convey i don't know because it just looked like they were flirting with each other. It did. It but and he looked back and everything too. He was this like, character doesn't come back. Yeah, not at all, not at all. It's a single cutaway shot of a nameless character, for a comedic f- effect. But it wasn't really. It was only funny because it was like, why did that just happen? It's insane. And it's a and it's a 1999 film, so you know that if the joke is, haha, look, it's a gay person. That's all the joke is. But it wasn't like it wasn't comedic, really. No, no, it wasn't. It was more. I think it was trying to be like, "Here's a real cowboy." Probably, probably, it was probably a look of spite. But it was. It just felt very sexual. It did feel very sexual. If if looks could kill, <laughs> Michael would be dead. Um, and so of course you know he gets to the farm and everybody on the farm is making fun of him too, and they're like. Well, they're not even making fun of him. They literally just say, nice boots. Yeah, and he's, and he's like, like, thanks. He thinks it's like an insult. He's like, my my boots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is kind of an insult. Well, they're just saying nice boots. There's nothing wrong with them. Oh, come on, Evan. It was pretty an insult. It, didn't, it was an insult. <laughs> it was a pretty weird sort of around-the-fence insult. It, w- it was a Montana compliment. <laughs> Montana compliment. A, a, a common colloquialism for um, co- backhanded compliment. Yeah. Because everybody in Montana has a back of their hand. Yeah, a ranch hand. A ranch hand. <laughs> but yeah, he like... What else happens in this movie? Oh, it, this this one's the best part. He He's, you know, he's there for the first day. Um, and he, you know, he's eating dinner with them. And um, Tommy's like... Oh, you know, are you going to go to bed or are you just going to take a second to, 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 and he's like, go to bed. It's still light outside. I'm not going to go to bed. And so, you know, he watches some TV shows, I guess. And he's like, oh. on the antique TV cabinet. Yes. Yes. Came to this house in the 1800s. It was a wedding gift for his mother and dead father. <laughs> and you know, if you set up, if you, <laughs> if you place a TV cabinet in the first act, you gotta open it by the third. Exactly, and what's inside of it? <laughs> so, a, tele- a television. A television. A television is inside of it. It's pretty, pretty obvious. <laughs> Imagine if, like, inside is like a storage war style, like random object. <laughs> it's a horse. <laughs> That's why they're selling it off. It's a full horse. Can you imagine on Storage Wars, if they open up the, the thing and it's just like a whole bunch of boxes of horses, of just a bunch of horse memorabilia? Oh, uh, but what if they open it up and it's just like six live horses rush out? <laughs> yes, yeah, they're like... Leaving behind a single golden box on the ground. <laughs> and inside the golden box is a smaller horse that's been, that's been sort of Doofenshmirtz style A miniature shrunken. horse, if you will. A miniature horse, if you will. There's an image of me standing against the standing next to the world's alar- smallest like regular sized horse. There's a picture of me as a child riding a dead horse. You mean the horse has now died or the horse died before you uh, st- 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 uh the horse was dead what? for a very long time. 
I, I think it's called Wall Drug in South Dakota. It's like this giant drugstore type thing that was like a really big place oh. for oh. getting water. Yeah. As like and a they truck have stop this... sort of thing, right? Yeah, but it was yeah. like before trucks. <laughs> before trucks? Yeah, like it's been there forever. Okay, right, right. Oh, right. I see, I see, I see. And I thought you meant I thought you meant you had gone there before trucks. No. So so they have a taxidermied horse that has been sitting there for probably like sixty years. Oh my god. And there's it's just dilapidated. There's oh. holes in it. Uh, and there's a picture of me as a five year old like pretending to ride it. You're gonna have to put a trigger warning right before that because holy <laughs> shit. It's, oh, it's uh, so gross. Uh, I'm like, I'm now, like, my brain is going through the steps of visualizing this, right? Where it's, They have a T-Rex there, too. <laughs> a like a giant animatronic a T-Rex. T-Rex. I gotta find the horse. But my, my brain went through the steps of imagining it, and I, it went from seeing a regular horse to seeing a horse where, like, the skin is peeling off to seeing, like... A, a grocery store style put a quarter in and the horse like jumps sort of back and forth and you ride it but instead of like a plastic and or metal construction horse it's like a full just entirely skinned and <laughs> fuzzy so this is a horse. picture of a child who just looks like me riding the same horse that I found <laughs> okay all right I'm gonna send it to you so you can get the full effect okay you can get the full sense of this horse. <laughs> you can get the full. You can get the full. You can get a real sense of this horse. Man, is there a movie called Horse Sensual? Oh, That's the sequel. My God. Yeah. Kind of a low quality image, but that kid really does look like me when I was that age. <laughs> we'll have to put it in the show notes. Yeah, this somehow. picture of a stranger. You got a point there. At this rate, we'll be putting like pictures of children standing in front of Playmobil, the movie, since the audience <laughs> test crowds. Uh, man, it seems as though they've replaced the the bad horse with a, just a concrete painted horse. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it looks like. Which, unless it, the it looks like the paint is peeling, unless that's the skin. In which case. Here, here's, I think, literally the one I was writing. Like, in my brain, this looked like a zombie, like a Minecraft zombie horse sort of look. Yeah. That's what it felt uh, like as a kid. Like, look at the one I just sent. That's more uh, what it was like. This looks like, this looks like... Um, if you want to find this, Google wall drug horse. W-A-L-L-D-R-U-D. Yeah, the, the word wall, yeah. Yeah. It it looks like so so it looks like the the picture you've sent me kind of looks theme parkish, like especially it is with, a little theme parky. Right, right. So imagine if you went to like <laughs> Disney plot of land, the sort of off-brand <laughs> Disneyland. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and Disney it, area. Disney area. You went to Disney area. Disney zone. <laughs> Disney that, zone was real, wasn't rad. it? It was not real. It, it was the Disney XD zone. No, like what was it called? They had like a. It, it was like an indoor theme park in like Chicago and New York. Really, I think it was oh, called zone. Something like that. I had that. no idea. Uh, you know, you you go to D- Disney area and there's just like it just is like, a, an empty plot of land, on concrete, and there's like a couple of things to do. Like for example, 
<laughs> the swing set. There's a guy in a shitty Mickey Mouse costume, <laughs> just sweating profusely. And he's like, he's like, I'll take a picture with you. I'll, I'll take uh-huh. a uh, a picture with you if you uh, follow you, me. You give me a, some water, <laughs> please, please. I uh, I, I'm not allowed to go to the bathroom in the costume. Can you just bring me some water? I really just am so thirsty. It's like in the um, middle of Arizona. Yeah, it's just the cheapest, like, Nevada desert. <laughs> but it is all solar-powered. It is all solar-powered. It's not hard it's to do. It's easy to have everything solar-powered when there's one light bulb. <laughs> and the only light bulb that exists in the park is it, it's in a freestanding sort of bathroom stall. Uh, and there is, there is a, there is a merry-go-round, uh, but it is stationary. It is sort of more like a model and not full-sized. And it's just a group of dead horses. It's just a group of dead. It, they're fully they're fully taxidermied, but it, they're all dead horses. And then and then next to it is the pile of dead horses that they use to re- restock. The pile of live horses. <laughs> yeah, there's sort of there's sort of like feeding the the pig some bacon situation going on. With, yeah. With with the horses standing next to their their dead brethren. Jesus Christ. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> this mo- this movie is the is the Disney area of of movies. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was it was watchable at the very least. Learning um, that th- these two characters were brothers really changes the movie and it makes me sort of like it less because <laughs> they really had no chemistry together. I agree. I totally agree. That's exactly where I'm at because if it would make sense to have two brothers and i would i would i would i would dismiss the fact that michael can't really act if it weren't for the fact that if 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 they had really good chemistry right cuz that's really what the movie is right. about at the core it's about these two brothers these two i guess they're brothers so technically they're cousins. brothers they're cousins though there's these two cousins uh and um it's all about their growth as you know two two it's all two about cousins. a whistle it's all. It is kind of all about a whistle. It's all about getting a whistle to Michael and Tommy made Michael a whistle, and he tries to give it to him. It sounds like you were about to start a limerick. <laughs> Tommy yeah. made Michael a whistle. I can't think of anything that. I can't a whistle, think of. Yeah. So we're gonna move on. Yep. <laughs> but he's he won't take it. He won't stop talking to his girlfriend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and talking to his girlfriend. In the car, uh, talking to his girlfriend's dad at the horse race. Who his, his dad does look like George Lucas, so maybe he is sort of. Her in dad the does industry. look like George Lucas. Maybe we never got to see the eyes, so maybe it maybe was it actually was George, Lucas. George Lucas, and George Lucas volunteered to be the capitalist scum uh, of the uh, sort of villain, evil character of this movie. Yeah, even though you know, capitalism sort of saves the day with the whole trust and everything. <laughs> right, right, and the land. His trust economics thing? degree really saves the ranch. Yeah, even though, even though, even though horse racing and this sort of capitalist idea of uh, this sort of like businessy, yeah, that's it's kind of weird because like it sort of is like businesses suck. Um, you know, like it really takes a lot to run a run a a farm. But in the end, a business degree is what saved the ranch. So it's it's more like California sucks. Yeah, you should be one of those rich guys who yeah. decides later in life to just buy a farm. <laughs> yeah, which he does do by the end of the movie. He does just sort of he buys the farm because the, the farm the farm is in danger because they're not making any money at all. Mm-hmm. Because uh, did, because did they, what 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 is their what is their main export? Was that ever covered in the cattle. movie? Cattle. They're a cattle farm. Oh yeah. Okay. 
Oh, you don't yeah. remember the I scene? Do, yeah, now, I, now the, that you mentioned it. The violently graphic scene yeah. of them branding baby cows in this children's movie? Yeah, and they show every single angle that you would, as a kid, want to be curious to see. Not necessarily want to see. They show like slamming them into the ground mm -hmm. to get the brand right. It's mm -hmm. crazy. And then later in the movie, they're like, goes. and then later in the movie, they're like, these horses that are racing are abused and stuff like that. And like, yeah, it's like a, well, it's a, it's a thing that's required. But it's like, I just think it's funny that they're like, yeah, it is. It's it's super like, like to a kid. I don't think a kid would be like, well, what are they doing to those cows? Why are they doing that to those cows? That's so mean. Yeah. It's it was way too much for this movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This this movie went way too hard, on the <laughs> sort of put all of its eggs into the branding scene basket. God, all uh, of its all of its allotted PG moments into yeah into all of its f words. All of its f words. Farm. Into the one scene of them herding cows. Farm. So what is there anything else you want to talk about in this movie? There's one thing I can think of. There's a thing I can think of, but do yours first. So, throughout the movie, we're shown shots of an inc uncompleted treehouse. Oh, yeah. Which Tommy is slowly building. And his mother tells Michael that him and his father were working on it before his father died. Right. So, when Tommy and his mother leave to... What do they even leave to do? They le they know. leave the ranch for some reason to talk to the banker, I guess. Yeah. Well, why, bring your kid to Banker Day, apparently. Well, the kid owns 50% of the ranch. <laughs> oh, right. The dad wrote his will really poorly. <laughs> so, Michael sees this as an opportunity to finish the treehouse for Tommy. And when Tommy gets back... You know, like a nice cousin. Like a nice He's cousin so would do. pissed. Yeah. Yeah, he does a nice gesture by helping him build his treehouse. But he finishes it completely. Yeah. And when Tommy gets back, he goes ape shit <laughs> and starts kicking the railings, yeah. ripping stuff off of the walls Just with a hammer. Destroying this treehouse that, that Michael worked on really hard and like tried to make for Tommy. And Tommy was just like, no, my treehouse, my treehouse. We were supposed to finish it together. <laughs> And 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 Michael like completely doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah, he's Michael, like even though he's what? yelling, I finished the treehouse for you. Yeah, but in his sport? California New York accent. But sport. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, this, this movie sort of takes place. There's there's a in very Montana. The, <laughs> sort of takes place in Montana. Sort of. There's a really funny scene at the beginning of the movie where um, uh, Michael, in trying to leave the uh, the horse race and go pick up. Tommy from literally a kid a kid's play place um, backs into a woman and this woman has the most like exact middle between New York and Californian accent yeah I forgot about her yeah yeah <laughs> which then like he's like I really I really got a blast really quickly uh here, here's my information and he gives her his information and then later in the movie the police show up to his house and they're like Sounds like you you sort of had a hit and run and you gave the wrong information. Which he tells her that he has to go like get someone from the hospital. Like that's why he was rushing. I missed that. I was I think I was typing my notes at that point. Yeah, no, he like straight up is lying to this woman to get out of paying for damages. <laughs> well he was like illegally. He was going so. to a pretty uh, emergency situation. Tommy Yeah, a Disneyland emergency. A Disneyland the emergency. most important emergency. <laughs> Tommy had to get to Disneyland. 
Yeah, which he never did in, in this movie. He never. Yeah, that's true. They, they, it was no. Hopefully, there was no in the sequel. Horace, since my dad is a projection. No, it's actually called Jumping Ship. Huh, so it's I'd a real movie. Really did think it has you a were real joking. Sequel. I was really hoping. I'm sorry. I was like hedging my bets on sort of my sanity for the rest of the existence of time. This is months away, so. Well, that's the problem. I'm not going to know. know think about it. I'm not going to know until then. What happens to these wonderful, wonderful characters Disney has, has welcomed us into? You know what? I'm going to give you a little treat, a little hint. Okay, okay, okay. Their third brother comes into the picture. Holy. And the plot involves, I, I can't even believe this, Michael's concept of his birthright. Manifest Destiny. So we got that. Yeah, great, great it's plot. Manifest Destiny birthright. Yeah, great plot for a movie. <laughs> His manifest destiny is the other is the other uh, cowboy's heart. His brother's heart. There, there is a. So there's another moment in this movie where um, Michael's girlfriend calls Leonardo DiCaprio so five minutes ago. Which, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, remember th- there's the whole scene where where he's he's out uh in learning how to ride black the horse. Th- that's right. Is there anything else they call black in this movie, Evan? Anything they maybe wouldn't tell people right away? No? No. No, this movie's flawless. No, I think there was I think there was a, a second thing they called that black horse. They didn't just call it black. They had a special name for it. That they, they only called and they didn't tell strangers about. Uh, it was Buddy. That was the name. No, it was Lightning. It was Lightning. It was Black Lightning. They, Black didn't, call, they didn't tell people li- it was called Lightning. So, in, <laughs> Can you imagine if you're like, oh, like, oh, what's that? What's that horse? Oh, we have another name for it. But we call him. Uh, we tell people his name's Black. Yeah. What? What a weird plot point for this movie to have. What? Why would you? Like, what's the other what name? You, oh, we can't tell you. What's the other name? We can't tell you. Oh boy, we you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear the other it's name. It's lightning. It starts with an L. What? It's lightning. <laughs> like, why would you hide that behind like that? Yeah, I honestly, they were having a sort of a a run of those kinds of movies, huh? Yeah, not to mention, not to mention, the two concepts, even on base concept, the two concepts of the color black. And the bright flash of lightning are diametrically opposed. Which one well, is yeah, it? Well, yeah, it's sort of an ironic name. Oh. They're kind of ironic cowboys. They're kind of they're like they're like the sort of new new genre of comedy cowboys. Yeah. So yeah. what what did you want to talk about? Um. So 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 there's there's a, there's a so speaking speaking on how how many times he talks to his girlfriend. There's one time where he's in the car and there's like a really old phone holder and it's like holding the flip phone like so precariously. It's really funny. But that's not the part I want to talk about. I want to talk about he's out in the field at night and he is looking at the stars, right? And there's this really oh, sort yeah. of bad green screen effect where he's looking at the stars. Uh, and his girlfriend calls him and he picks he picks up the phone. Or I guess he does, I think he calls his girlfriend. And so he calls his girlfriend and they're talking and he and, and she's like, So, when are you coming back? And he's you know, he's like, Whoa, a shooting star and immediately she's just like, You're the worst. I hate you so much. Why, what are you talking about? What are you looking at? Why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you me? talking to me? What are you looking at? What's so good out there? What's so good there that's not, not, not that's not me? What's so What's good more out beautiful there? beautiful than me? And he's like talking to her about what he's seeing. He's like, Oh, this this the stars are so beautiful. And she's like, 
Who's out there? Who is that? She's like, what are you talking about? Come back here. <laughs> and so at some point she talks about like how she's like visiting with a bunch of celebrities. And then one of those celebrities that she talks about is Leonardo DiCaprio. And she's like, Leonardo DiCaprio is so five minutes ago, which, <laughs> which apparently they didn't foresee him after Titanic, a life of Leonardo DiCaprio post Titanic. Or maybe they really wanted to get Leonardo DiCaprio for this movie and he would not sign for it. So they were just like, Let's shit on his parade. Let's just. They wanted to get Leonardo DiCaprio and his two brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other DiCaprios the other... that no one talks yeah, about. Exactly. Uh, Nick and. Uh, Travis. <laughs> Travis. Travis DiCaprio. Travis DiCaprio. He's a part of the union. <laughs> oh God! And then and then the really funny part happens where. He hangs up the he hangs up the phone I guess or she hangs up the phone and he's like ah oh, dang it and then she calls back and she's like please I love you please 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 pay attention to me please I'm, I love you I'm so sorry and then once again uh, he doesn't respond but this time it's because uh, an entire stampede of cows because the ring of the phone mm-hmm. woke up all the sleeping cows yeah and you know it caused them to stampede don't you know let let sleeping cows lie that's what I always say yeah and then. He's running from the cows on foot, and he makes a call to 911, <laughs> and he just says, oh, there's a stampede. And then the operator goes, uh, where's the stampede? <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, right behind me. <laughs> what? Not, you can't do that, can you? <laughs> there's, uh, 911, 911. Uh, yeah. There's, uh, there, there's a fire. Where's the fire? At my house. That makes sense. At my house. That makes sense because you have an address. I guess that's just in the woods. (laughs) Yeah. It's like nine one one. There's a bear. (laughs) Yeah. Where? Yeah. The woods. (laughs) You got a point. You got a point. You got a point. It's just sort of like it's sort of like something that nine one one can't really do much about, right? I mean, the stampede's just gonna go until the stampede don't go. Yeah, you can't really stop a stampede with like a cop. Or a fire truck. Maybe a fire truck with the hose. <laughs> you can just, like, ram into them head on. No, the hose. I'll stop them. Yeah, I guess a hose. That's true. I mean, it'd probably just turn them around. I bet that's, like, a thing that us city slickers don't get. Somebody right now is rolling their eyes. Fire trucks. And they're like, you always call 911. I don't think stampedes happen. <laughs> like, it's good conspiracy. Like a moon landing sort of situation. Every stampede no, has been like, staged. No, like, I didn't... I'm not a city slicker like you. You know, I grew up. I grew up in the in nature. Right, right, right. When I was a young boy, growing up in Tennessee in a Tennessee trailer park. Right. Uh, we didn't have any stampedes. <laughs> the RVs all get up and stampede. The cows just pick up the RVs. <laughs> on their back, sort of like, sort of like weird a uh, Japanese advertisement style on their back yeah. running. They just, and then the guy like is drinking a CC lemon in the ends. <laughs> Yeah, he he pops open the CC lemon while sitting in the RC car, and then the makes a cow like sort of ears perk up, eyes perk up, and sort of start stampeding, but like on two feet running, sort of kind of weird drawn CG style, and then pick up the RV, and as he moves away, it reveals the logo. Yeah, that's the full exactly. advertisement. I I also want to say that wasn't a joke. I did actually uh, grow up in Tennessee, and that's- partially. In an, in an RV that's park. That's so wild to me. That is part of your, that is like, 
set deeply within the the deepness I, of your conscious. I was thinking psyche. about this. I can also say, like, yeah, when I was growing up at an inner city school in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, you do Because that yeah. also is completely yeah. true. Yeah, so you're, you are both a city slicker and not a city slicker at the same I'm time. Sort of, I'm sort of a horse sense was a man. <laughs> no, God. You know, no, I sort of have movie. the best of both worlds. You got the, you're sort of a, a Hannah Montana of, exactly. of, of, of growing up area. Exactly. Yeah. The... <laughs> The only thing you don't have, the only thing you don't have is the Xenon growing up in space. Oh, man. So, if only. If only. <laughs> Duncan AU. <laughs> where, where, where DCOMcast is broadcast from space. From space. And it's the first ever space and... <laughs> space and Earth. We're doing the first ever podcast live show in space. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored 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 by the band from Xenon that I can't remember right now. Uh microbe. That's right, microbe. Microbe penis. How could I have forgotten? How could I have forgotten? So what do you rate this movie? Uh I'm uh to keep in theme with with some of the moments in the movie, I'm going to give this movie a C+. Plus. <laughs> Because there is a whole plot point in the movie that revolves around Michael seeing Tommy get a good score on a business test. So that translates to a five. I thought, yeah, I'm going to give it a five, too. Wasn't it a D? His was a, his was a D for delightful. Yeah. Delightful reading. Delightful reading. Uh, and, then, and then Tommy got a A on, a similar, on, a, on the same test. And I thought the whole thing was going to be that he was like, no, Tommy's smart enough to run this ranch i i can prove it he's got a good test on his but no he was just reminded of the fact that land trust exists which is basically yeah, well, just the idea that if your farm provides land for um for 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 wild, wild animals. animals then you then the bank will have to pay you for it you can keep your land yeah the government helps pay for it mm -hmm. because you're keeping wildlife yeah but if he was smart enough if any character in this movie was smart enough they'd realize he, it's a bad idea to keep the ranch because it just loses money absolutely absolutely and the trust was really the only thing that could help them yeah and and oh my god it was really funny because there was a bunch of moments where michael was gonna like save the ranch with money and stuff like that and they kept turning it down and michael kept at it he was like no this time they'll say yes and they, yeah, he ends up just bringing them like a bunch of money physically. Yeah, yeah, like like he calls his he calls his dad and his dad's and Calabar's like, no, I already offered the money and they 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 turned it down. I don't think they they I I offered a loan to them too and I don't think they thought they could pay it back. And so Michael just is like, throws all caution to the wind and goes right to them. He liquidates his trust. Yeah, fund. yeah, which which yeah, at the beginning of the movie was all about like you can't you can't do that. You can't use your trust fund to bring. Tommy here, but he still does it anyways. <laughs> well, no, he uses it selflessly to keep the ranch. Uh, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Which then, as well, doesn't. Oh, I guess yeah, it's fine. That's a fine plot point. I was about to say it doesn't. It doesn't work because uh, ding, <laughs> ding. It doesn't work because they, they don't take the money. But it's the thought that counts. Exactly. But it's so funny. He's grown up. It's so funny he's, because he's realized he needs to spend all his money on things other people already own. I guess this movie is very like pro take advantage of businesses because he's just sort of like goes to the bank and is like, listen, land trust. And they're like, oh, and the bank's me. like, 
I never thought of a land trust. Yeah, I'm the one who is a professional in this industry, and I didn't even think about a land trust. He's like, huh, yeah, I guess that does count as a land trust. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Michael... And then the movie ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a part where Michael remembers every single name of the horses after learning them once. That's right. There were, like, <sighs> easily 20 horses in this movie. Oh, yeah. Named getting, horses. Getting to the bet on it, bet on it. Yeah. Slingshot. Yeah. Uh... Uh, oh, oh! What was the one? Oh, what was the one that was stuck in the, uh, the the mud? Oh, I want to say it was like Terry or some like normal name. I think it was two part name. I think, uh, it was above was this. Was it black? No, no. It was like, I wrote it down. Hold on, Tommy boy, Tommy boy, Tommy boy, Tommy boy. Uh, yeah, Tommy, Tommy boy, boy gets stuck in the mud, and as they're pulling him out, there's like just 300 close-up shots, one after the other, for like a solid minute and a half on like Tommy's face, on Michael's face, on the muddy, uh, in the water, Tommy boy's face. They have the same name. I just realized that when I said Tommy twice in that sentence. That's awful. That's awful. That means that means that kid's dad named the horse the shittiest horse after. Yeah, because the whole after his son. Exactly, it's like the oldest, worst most incapable horse after his son <laughs> and oh dude him helping the horse Tommy <laughs> out of the out of the mud pit was exactly like how he helps him out of the pit the financial pit he's oh in oh my god you're so right oh my god can we take off a ding for that one ding in reverse for that one I'm gonna say ding and I'm gonna reverse it okay yes yeah, see that this movie is good now. I can't believe that they did that. That's so oh, that's so deep, dude. What a great. Hey, you know what? 6. This is a 6. Yeah, I'm going to do 6 too because of that. <laughs> it's so deep. It's so deep. It's so deep it gets a 6. I'm also going to give this 6 for the for the for the for the very for the very funny for the very funny moment uh with the with the gay cowboy. Yeah, that was funny. That was a very good moment. So you want to you want to do the next one? Yeah, the next one is, of course, um, up, up and away. Up, up and away. I was gonna, I was gonna hope it was other me. No, that's actually the same kid from this movie. <laughs> no way, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> so why don't why don't you look up the plot synopsis right. to Up, Up and Away, and I'll get my brain a cranking looking at the photo. All right, yeah, crank crank off crank off crank away your brain. So this is to give you sort of some context here. Uh this is a this is a the, the images immediately are are superhero. They sort of look like Bible man if you ever knew Bible man. All right. Mhm. The marshals look like a typical Oh, sorry. The marshals look like an typical suburban <laughs> family, but under that ordinary looking exterior, they are all superheroes. Each member of the family has their own secret identity and superhuman power. The youngest of the family, Scott, is worried. He doesn't seem to be exhibiting any extraordinary ability yet. He doesn't want to let his family down, so he's really worried and his, his parent and pretends to have superhuman powers too. So this is just uh, this is just sort of a backdoor pilot for Incredibles. I think you mean Sky High. Oh, <laughs> I've not seen enough Sky High. Is there a? Is there a character who pretends to have superpowers in Sky High? Evan, that's literally the whole, like the whole plot of Sky High. Listen, I don't remember Sky. The only thing I remember from Sky High is the baby. Girl. All right. Well, we had a good run. <laughs> Sorry, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> before you go, before you go, before you go, before you go. Mm. See, here's the thing about this movie. Scott doesn't have to be worried. He's gonna grow up to be a video game uh, YouTuber. 
Do you um? <laughs> do you have twenty four frames of Nick's number? I might replace you with him. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, it's uh, it's five oh three. Don't say, no, don't say it out loud. Oh right, uh, we're, we're we're recording. I'll I'll send it to you later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. So, so this was a, this was a pretty good last episode of Decomcast, I think. Yeah. Why don't we make some bets for me and my new friend Nick next episode? Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll sort of set the bets for Nick next episode. So I'm gonna say mine. Okay. Is that he does not get superpowers at the end of the movie in a triumphant thing? Okay. He just he just learns it's okay to be normal. Okay. 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 Yeah. And that's his superpower. You're you're saying that he's gonna learn that he's uh he's sort of a <laughs> sort of been adopted maybe or and maybe adopted his superpower. I mean I'm power. looking at the poster and he doesn't look adopted. Or maybe or maybe it's more of a um his mom doesn't want his dad to find out and so she pretends to give him superpowers and is like oh you're super. No I'm I'm saying just like that he's gonna learn that it's okay to not be not have superpowers you're still special in your own way. All right. Yeah. Instead of him like awakening them like sky high. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I totally agree. I think that seems like exactly the type of thing that this, this plot of this movie would be. Okay. Um, so I'll, 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 I'll send, I'll send Nick a text after this to let him know that this is, uh, what the, do you have a bet? But my, my bet, uh, did Nick, did Nick send you a bet? (laughs) Let me, let me text him right now. Let me, he says, who is this? It's Uh, your number neighbor. (laughs) It's your number neighbor. (laughs) Okay, he says, he says, cool. And I, I said, I said, I have a podcast. He said, awesome. And I said, do you have any bets for the next episode? And he's very confused. Um, Ask him, uh, say it's for up, up, and away. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. Okay, he says, oh, shit, up, up, and away. Do you guys need a co-host? Tell him yes. <laughs> and I, I'll tell you. Tell him, tell him yes, but it'll have to be based on how good his bet is. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, he's responded with his bet. Uh, his his bet is that there will be a dog in this movie with superpowers. Oh, I'm going to disagree on that one. You're going to disagree on that one? I'm going to disagree on that I'm one. I'm going to agree on that one. I think there will there be... There will be a dog, but it won't have superpowers. And, like, everyone will leave the house except for the kid and the dog, and it's going to be a sad scene. <laughs> and the dog's going to be like, you get me. You get me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, I just want them to make a... Uh, <laughs> An underdog joke, so bad. That would be good. There is a sort of crypto the super dog reference. <laughs> exactly, exactly. God, every single character in this movie, every single costume in this movie looks so Bible man. It's not even funny. It really does. It's that sort of like plasticky, over the head thing. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say over the hedge thing, and I was about to fully agree. <laughs> yeah. Oh. My phone died, so I can't see the funny pictures anymore. Well, podcast about to, too. Bye.